And welcome back, as promised, advertised, now delivered. Coach Russ Huseman of the Richmond Spiders football team, as you know, uh, had a road game this past weekend up at uh, Rhode Island. The Rhode Island Rams, number 22 in the country, when the Spiders got to town. And the Spiders uh, got, got let's, let me ask the coach this right away. First of all, good morning, Coach. How are you? Doing good. How you doing, Al? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, I would say you got the game off to a very good start. You had, uh, what, they had three turnovers. You forced them into three turnovers in the first half. And nothing better, I don't think, than the uh, very first play of the game. Uh, Aaron Banks uh, picked off a pass from the Rhode Island quarterback. That was the first play of the game, wasn't it, Coach? Yeah, um, they tried to throw a post, and uh, Aaron was in great position and went up strong for the football and got it. And, uh, and we drove it down there and scored. Uh, you know, had a good possession there offensively. Uh, and so went down and scored, and that, that was a great way to start the game. So I'll say. You only had the ball for two minutes and 41 seconds and barely even three minutes, nine, three minutes, and it had uh, turned off the clock so far. And you got uh, De Janeiro, a uh, 12-yard pass from Coleman, and uh, that was it, off and running seven zip in a great way to start the game with a turnover uh, that you forced uh, on the opposition. Uh, final score, of course, was 24-17 Spiders. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, I think Coleman and De Janeiro are uh, locking up a pretty good uh, rapport here on the football field on the gridiron. He had six catches, 132 yards, and two touchdown passes. Uh, that's they're, they're evolving into a pretty good pass and then catch, aren't they? Well, Nick's good with anybody, to be honest with you. Um, he's had a really good year all year long. Uh, and, you know, we try to get the ball to him. Uh, he's our best wide out. He can do things with the ball in his hands after the catch. So we're really pleased with uh, how he's playing and you know, just, no matter who's throwing it to him, uh, you know, he, he's, he's a quality wide receiver for us. He's doing the job, and you'd like to see that. Coleman, 13 for 25, a buck 94, two touchdown passes, two turnovers, two interceptions. And that's, of course, something I guess. Now, when you get to the practice field, how do you address that and say, all right, let's cut out these interceptions? What do you do on the practice field to coach up the quarterback from, uh, from uh, making sure that it doesn't continue to happen? Well, it's not only interceptions. We've turned the ball way too, turned the ball over way too many times this year. We've got 16 turnovers, and uh, to be four and three with 16 turnovers is, is is pretty miraculous, to be honest with you. Um, and we we talked about it last night in the team meeting, and uh, you know I will emphasize it again with the coaches today when we get together in our staff meeting this afternoon. Uh, we have to we have to figure out ways not to turn the ball over. Um, you know, we had the two interceptions, but, you know, we fumbled, uh, you know, one time and we actually got back on it. Uh, it was a, a strip sack. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then the ball was kind of out a few other times, but they, you know, they ruled the ball carrier down. And, you know, it, it can't even be out at that point in time, whether you're down or not. You can't, you can't leave it up to replay, um, because sometimes they can't see everything. So, you know, we, we have to do a better job and we have to emphasize it. Uh, as an offensive staff with our players, and uh, so I mean, we we, we got to do better than what we've been doing. Well, coach, in this game, of course, it was a little bit back and forth. They tied the game at seven late in the first quarter. Then uh, they came back with a field goal early in the second quarter, led ten seven. 
And then midway through the second, a uh, nice 69-yard touchdown pass, 14 to 10, and you never relinquish the lead. But as you, you know, as, as coaches feel, there's no safe lead, so to speak. Uh, but you did it up in the fourth quarter. Uh, again, you t- you built the lead to 17 to 10, and then 24 to 10 with only about a little under five minutes to go. But coach, you, you made a little change. You brought Wickersham back in. Uh, he'd been injured. You brought him in. Coleman had been starting the last couple of games. What was the purpose of that? Well, we knew we had to bleed time off the clock. We knew we had to run the football and. You know, you can run the ball better when your quarterback's a running threat. Cam's not a, a big running threat kind of guy. Uh, Wickersham is a big, powerful kid that can run the football. So, you know, we had to have that uh, dynamic on that drive, and, and obviously we did because, you know, Kyle did a great job. We mixed in some quarterback runs in there, and actually is, you know, we scored on a, uh, you know, quarterback, uh, power play there uh, you know towards the end of that drive at the end of that drive and so you know it just really it really helped us um hang on to the football get first downs you know at that point in time in my mind you know you're thinking all right let's get a field goal make it 20 to 10 at least get as much time off the clock as we can and then and then uh, hopefully our defense can hang on um, but, you know, Kyle got a big hole in there and, and busted it through for about a seven-yard touchdown run. Um, you know, and then it was just, um, you know, a matter of we had to tackle. We had to get them on the ground. Um, you know, they made a great catch on the sideline. Um, you know, I, I thought he was out of bounds. As a matter of fact, I was standing right there. And, you know, replay couldn't <clears> – you know, the replay is not – you know, the greatest in the world. It's just about as good as we can get it. And, you know, they couldn't overturn that one. Um, you know, it was a big play. Um, you know, we had another sack. And, you know, quarterback kind of, he's, I don't even know if he was down or not, just flips it out. You know, a couple mm-hmm. things there. But, uh, you know, they, they did a great job. And they, they, they got it down the field and they scored. We got the onside kick. Nick, Nick DeGenero got that one. And, um you know, and all we needed was a first down, and um, you know we didn't get it, but we got a great punt. You know, kept them inside the fifteen yard line, and at that point in time, you know it was, it, it, you know they threw one to the end zone, couldn't re- quite get it to the end zone from where they were. Uh, we batted it down and won the game. So, um, you know, all I think all three phases had a part in in, in this victory. Uh, last Saturday. I was going to say, you averaged 46 yards a, a punt. That's darn good. And one inside the 20, and you boom, one for over 50. And so, yeah, the, the, you, know, you say the special teams did it as well. Uh, you know, the, the, I said yesterday that uh, talking about Washington winning against Atlanta, and you know, the stats can be for losers. And I don't recall exactly off the top of my head, but Washington had under 200 yards of total offense. Atlanta had over 400, yet Washington won the game. Three turnovers second half. And it, against Washington, uh, Washington got against Atlanta. They've created turnovers. But here's the situation now. Again, same thing for you guys. I mean, uh, they outpassed you uh, 367 to 194. You outrushed them. You doubled them up in rushing. But total yards, they had more yards. But the bottom line is that doesn't matter. There's that old saying about stats are for losers. Sometimes they're for winners, but often you can find it. stats are for losers. And the bottom line is y'all won the game. You won the game and uh, with less yardage. And it's, it's just efficient play coaching execution got it done for you 
Well, and, and uh, you know, our defense created, they got kind of down near the red zone, you know, where you can, you know, kick field goals. And, you know, we got two sack fumbles there. Uh, actually, you know, big-time plays by our defensive line. We had six sacks in the game. Yeah. And two, caught two, caused two fumbles there and got on them both when they were down in the red zone. And that makes a difference, you know, but they threw the ball 50 times. You know, obviously they dropped back 56 times. Um, you know, we held them under their yards. Uh, we held them under their yards per attempt average by two yards. Um, and you know, we created some turnovers and, um, and that's the name of the game. I mean, I'm sure they're kicking themselves right now, turning the ball over there. You know, a couple field goals, and you never know how that thing goes. Well, it, it uh, you, you, the six sacks are impressive, and what uh, uh, Jeremiah Grant had three by himself, didn't he? Yeah, he played a great game. Uh, you know, three sacks in there, and uh, you know, we had a, we had a bunch of those guys step up on the front four. Um, you know, we we didn't play great. You know, we are okay in the secondary. Um, we know we gave up a, a little stupid long play down to the you know down to the four yard line and uh we actually held them on that drive to a field goal so you know but we can't give up the big plays we're giving up too many big plays defensively and you know we're turning the ball over too much on offense we got to clean those things up if we want to continue to uh to win and, and play for a championship well you've got another game coming up on the schedule this week uh, you're playing down at North Carolina A and T, and then another game, and then a, a bye week after that. But right now, on the fo- the focus is North Carolina A and T uh, on the road, one o'clock next Saturday. You can hear it right here on one hundred six one ESPN. The Spiders go for win number five and to move to four and one in the conference uh, down at Campbell coming up on Saturday. The excuse me, down North Carolina A and T. I apologize, Coach Campbell comes up the week later. Anyway, um, the. Uh, Tell us about Campbell. They're now they're zipping. Uh, they're what zipping uh, three and in, in the conference and one and five overall. Okay, that's their record. Tell us about the team, though. Their offense, defense, the things you need to stop on their offense, and what your defense can do to keep them from getting in the end zone. Well, I mean, obviously they're one and five, but they played uh, Villanova and Delaware, two of the two of the leaders in the league here. They played Elon who's one of the three or four leaders in the league. So they played three really good conference teams. They played North Carolina Central, who's really a good football team, and in in Alabama-Birmingham, which is an FBS program. So, you know, they they played a really tough schedule. They played played good football. There's no question about that. You know, offensively, they got two really really good running backs um, who can, can make you miss, can break tackles. You know, they're running the ball really, really well this year. Um, they got a freshman quarterback who's pretty dynamic and, uh, you know, he can get, you know, he can run with the ball. They're not throwing the ball very well. They're not trying to throw it a lot. Um, they're, they're leaning on their running game offensively. Defensively, they're pretty good. Um, you know, they, they can run. Um, you know, they're pretty stout up front. Um, they're well coached on the defensive side of the ball. Vincent Brown, who I worked with, and he was at William and Mary, and did a great job there as, as a defensive coordinator. They're really good on defense, you know. And then special teams, um, get, they do a great job with their special teams there. They've got two kickoff returns for touchdowns this year. They lead the league 
obviously in that, mm-hmm. um, and, and and they popped some big ones there. So, um, you know, special teams is going to be a challenge for us this week. We've got to be we've got to be great on special teams. Um, we've got to have the ability to to stop the run. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure if we're going to hold them to 50 yards rushing uh, like we have the last couple weeks, but you know, we we've, we've got to limit. The, the big plays in the running game and get them on the ground and not let that quarterback beat us with his legs. Well, it's you know you are what your record is is the same, but then there's also matchups and how teams match up every game. Like Snowflake, different, and you have different matchups and uh, you know, things can things can go awry when you're planning them. So certainly looking forward to a Spider win uh, down at NCA and T. I know it won't be easy. Every time you go out in the Coastal Athletic Association, you're in for a dogfight. Generally speaking, and they're all because they're good teams top to bottom in the CAA. So best of luck to you. On Saturday, good luck as well as execution. I know the coach will be there, and uh, look forward to you bringing back a win to Richmond and for the Spiders. Coach, always a pleasure to have you on. Russ Houston, the head coach of the Spiders. Thank you, sir, for joining us as always. Thanks, Al. Good to be on with you guys. Thank you. All right, thank you, Coach Houston. All right, we'll take a pause and return right here on 106.1 ESPN. Stay with us. Mitch Tischler coming up when we return.